three, two, one. Big Chungus. Big Chungus. We didn't say it at the same time. That's uh, okay, right? There's a little bit of a delay in Discord, which is why it was like like such. Discord, you piece of shit. We're trying to record a podcast. The Top of the World podcast with Justin Blanzer and Joshua Hadley. Yeah. that's We're trying to do <laughs> that, Discord, you fucking son of a bitch. This is part of the episode, right? Yeah, well, yeah, this is the episode. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. the show. Yeah, this is the show. Hello, everybody. We're uh, Discord. How's it going? So, so, so we're we're kind of show we're kind of. <laughs> I guess this reveals like how we do the podcast. We're doing it on Discord. Yeah, much like how Tuck and I uh, record Gopher and Tuck through Discord. Man. old Discord. Cause fucking... remember when we uh Skype first started uh, I am in each other? It was on uh. Was that what was it? Uh, MS Messenger. MSN Messenger, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was. Uh, I remember there was a like it had these like things that there were kind of like stickers on on the like, current uh messaging platforms, but they like had sound and they would like pop up in the middle of the screen. And they had one that was a pig and it was dancing and it would have like a little music playing while the pig would dance. I used to uh. Like, be in group chats a lot, and just, like, out of nowhere use that, so that it would startle people. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I remember I got my sister, well, my sister didn't care, so that was funny. Um, back, back in the day, she left uh, her messenger open, so what I did was I hopped on the computer, and I just started... Uh, putting animal noises in, like I put in moo and oink. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I d- I, I didn't know. Like I felt really bad when she told me. Like uh, the the person that I was talking to was a fat girl, mm. <laughs> so I felt really bad. <laughs> she, thought was, she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like it's also uh, like uh, a thing. I I don't remember if it was Messenger or MSN Messenger or something else, but there was like a thing where you could change the like notification sound for when you get a message. So I had it set to the uh, Oah from Down with the Sickness. So oh I, was, I was just could jump scared every time I fucking got a message. <laughs> you, you, you had your computer scaring yourself. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll set that up again. I bet you can do it. Yeah, there's probably some fucking way to do it with Discord and, and such. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Alright, so, uh, top of the world. What are we talking about today? Well, let's see. Uh, uh, let's start off with the important shit. Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony are, uh, I guess they're not sending consoles to Russia anymore? Mm. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, businesses and all that are, like, cutting themselves off from Russia. Not necessarily, though. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say this, uh, you know, I don't know who's playing. Like I don't like, I don't know who's buying um, like a Nintendo Switch in Russia. In Brazil, like if we went to war to Brazil, this would absolutely make sense because with all the tariffs, it costs like what nine hundred nine hundred dollars or a thousand dollars American to get. Uh, to get a imported console like that. Um, so if you if we did a if we sanctioned those, or not not even sanctioned if you know the companies stop selling that, it, it'll be like 
you know, I don't know if it's rich people, but yeah, like I guess rich people. If you're fucking dropping a thousand or near a thousand dollars for a console, but or anyone who really wanted a PS Five fucking year ago, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's just normal, like people like paying a regular price for a console, like you know, I, I'm not really for that because you know it's like. The yeah, normal folk aren't the yeah. reason behind. Yeah, they're not the ones doing uh, the, the shit. Government's madness. Yeah. yeah. Nestle is a piece of shit company, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, most a lot of companies are, are not great, but you know, ne- Nestle's Nestle's up there. I do like chocolate, though. They do make good chocolate. Mm. Um, I haven't had chocolate in so long because of fucking dieting. Yeah. Dang this. I I put a I, I put chocolate in my protein drink. I I really needed one. I put I brought in like four hundred cans or not four hundred cans, four hundred half rack of canned pop into the store I'm working at now. Mm. Um yesterday. Holy cow, I was really sore. Well, I wasn't really sore. Like I had made sure to drink plenty of water. I put banana for potassium into my protein shake and after work I had hot dogs with mustard on them just hmm. to make sure I wouldn't get cramps and then I finished the day off with a I put Epsom salts into my bath water. Oh well that, that's that's you know. But but did you ever put uh gamer grill water into your bath water? Not that time. Mm, no, not that time. <laughs> uh Maybe next time I'll do it. Uh, I gotta see if she, I gotta see I gotta see if she games though. Yeah. Like I got I gotta tell her play a game so that you can be a gamer girl and she's gonna yeah. just look at me and wonder like what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. I mean you don't want fucking bathwater from some random lady who doesn't play games. <laughs> you got you got to be able to taste the video game in, in, in that bathwater that you're drinking. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh. I, I gotta tell her that and she's gonna think. I wonder what like what a normal a person who's not like doesn't follow news like that what they would think of that because <laughs> I I know other girls who think it who probably know that happens and think it'd be hilarious. Uh, I'll go for it. you're so silly. Mm. So what uh, what else we got going on? Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about work. So um. I got paid today, and, you know, I didn't know how much I was being paid, so something happened to a guy at the store across the street from, well, so the store is right across the street. I used to work there back when I was in school. Like, I go there between jobs, kind of, and, mm. yeah, like I said, something happened to the guy, so I'm there for, yeah, temporarily, like, I'll. I'll have a different job in the future, but, you know, I was worried about how much I was being paid, and it, I got a check today, and it, it, I am being paid $15 an hour, which I'm, I'm very happy with, you know, just stocking shelves and, yeah. you know, bringing stuff in. It's more than I was being paid uh, in cordialing 10 years ago. Mm. You know, I, I was going to be really upset if I was like, being paid twelve bucks or something, <laughs> but I think like uh, fifteen is, you know, I I I think that's 
fair or you know i mean i can't complain Hmm? Well, you know, I guess I could always complain, but you know, like, oh, why am I why am I not getting ninety dollars an hour? I mean, that's what you should be getting <laughs> for existing. So, so the re- the reason I brought this up is back at my old job, my old boss and I we would have this debate. Like he would say, he well he he doesn't believe that the Holocaust happened. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to find out. Like you know, <laughs> I have a rule. Like if you don't want to, like if if you don't want the answer, don't ask the question. I didn't want to answer that. <laughs> but uh, so he would tell me he didn't believe people who flip burgers should get fifteen dollars an hour. And doing this job reminds me. But I like I remember. Well, I I remember anyway. Like doing these. What people say is low. What, what people call little skill jobs are such a pain in the ass. Like I'm doing yeah. more physical work than I've done at my last job, and yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous. Like it's uh, the same people who like say like these are like low skill jobs and you know all that, and people shouldn't get paid that much for them. That would get super pissed if everyone just quit and they didn't have people to yeah. fucking do these jobs. Yeah, I mean, you know, before like uh. During the pandemic, oh, we're still in the pandemic, but yeah, early mid to the pandemic, never fucking ending. Yeah, yeah, it's never gonna end. But <laughs> like, you man. know, we 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 call them essential workers, and now they're low skilled again. Yeah, yeah, right. It, it's a it's such bullshit. Like the I, I think the minimum wage I'll be fifteen dollars an hour. And that even that's not gonna that you know for some places that's not well. Probably a lot of places, not yeah. a livable wage. Yeah. I think um, I I think doing this job, working fifteen dollars an hour, working every day, I imagine I could like figure out paying for an apartment and living at my needs. I I obviously don't do that right now. I still got plenty of money left over from my old job and mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> hey, it costs money to do this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, you you'll find out a lot of stuff when you start working at Seven Eleven or uh, if they ever fucking well, hire me. Well, you, well, no, you know, you you'll probably just be, start r- raking in the millions in a couple of years with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you'll be calling Joe Rogan. I was about to say I'm going to be the new that. Joe Rogan with even more transphobia. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I yeah, I made my point there. If if you you don't got any ad, I I get I guess we could transition to something else that has to do with transphobia. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about some transphobia. So, is it gonna be the Vosh thing? No, I I don't even know what Vosh has been up to. Uh, uh him and ContraPoints got into a whole thing. And, and some other stream. It was a. It's like a three-hour video. I'm not like I didn't feel like watching it. <laughs> I didn't. Wa- I didn't see a video. I just saw there was some shit on Twitter. Yeah. Well, well, let's go into that after. Uh, so, talk about transphobia. Well, I, I guess this would be more like homophobic. Um, so my favorite. I'll just say it, my favorite tag team in pro wrestling is the Briscoe Brothers. Oh yeah, they they uh, recently uh, apologized again for the homophobic comments in the past. And the reason is, news came out, is the reason they're not 
in AEW is, you know, I thought it was Tony Khan, but I've heard the news that it's actually someone in TB or not TBS, uh, wh- whoever runs the Turner Networks. That, that's hmm. what it is. Uh, they don't like what they said on Twitter ten years ago, and mm. you know that's fine. But you know, what I don't like about cancel culture is there's no ability to allow someone to grow, and for, like, for, grow, and like yeah, there's no room for forgiveness. Yeah, like people got to be able to fucking get better. You know, there are some things where it's like okay, they should not be ever forgiven for it. You know, like rape and and stuff like that. But when it comes to people making, like, bad comments that they no longer agree with years ago on Twitter, like, no, that's not... They should have a chance to grow from that. And I don't know if you want to bring up an example. I think, I would say, ten years ago, I was very Islamophobic. I was a very militaristic atheist. And I used to believe there was something special about Islam where people, Muslims, were evil. In some way, not right now. I know that's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. all religions are just freaking stupid, and the reasons for all the things that happen in the Middle East aren't isn't Islam. It's not the religion. Like it'll be happen happening if it was a different religion, or if there if there wasn't a religion. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people there that use religion to justify things, but that, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's not really. You know, I mean, maybe some people have Allah talking to their head and believe that, but you know, it's you know, it's not really that. But you know, it's you know, it's you know, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll say I was wrong. Yeah, and you know that, and you've admitted that, and you change your stance yeah. on it. Absolutely. And in fucking five years, you're gonna get canceled for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank well, thankfully I did. I, I don't know. Maybe there's a Twitter post or a Facebook post or something. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe someone will dig to I mean, like we got him now. <laughs> we got him now. What about you? Do you have any examples for yourself, uh, or do you not want to out yourself? I've done a lot of shit. I don't. I can't think of anything specifics off the top of my head. But I know there's definitely a lot of things that I've said that I don't agree with anymore. Um. And I mean, there's, I'm still probably saying shit nowadays that I, at some point in the future, will no longer agree with. Um, but you just gotta learn, you know. You gotta fucking educate yourself and realize what you're saying is not good. And I think people should have the chance to do that instead of just, you know, fuck their career or fuck fuck their their entire lives forever because they had dumb opinions in the past. And uh, I like. So, we don't get the Briscoe Brothers for something they said on Twitter 10 years ago, but we got Nick, Nick Gage, who was arrested for robbing a bank. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Like, what kind of standards do they have over there on Twitter? You know, we're, we're fine with, uh, we're fine with, uh, robbery and <laughs> all the ex- explicit drug use and violence, but please, like, like, don't make bad Twitter comments. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Um. <laughs> um. So, do you, so what happened with Bosch and ContraPoints? Like, I, I didn't watch the video because. So I mean, I I, I usually watch Bosch videos. You know, most of the time they're 
like 15, 30 minutes. Like, yeah, I'll watch them. Like, I like Vosh, but like, so do you know what happened? So I don't know the full context. So I'll, I'll preface it by saying that um, from what I saw. Uh, so J.K. Rowling said some stupid fucking transphobic shit. Oh, oh yeah, I saw uh, that. Yeah. And uh, Vosh responded to it, calling her out. But while doing that, he said he made like a fucking, it was obviously a joke. But it was a very misogynistic joke, even though it was meant to be like ironic. Um, saying something like, "When are women gonna shut up and apologize?" No, no, or something no. Like that. no. Oh, well, oh, oh, no, I he I just lost moose. So what happened was, um, oh, 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 he made. Oh, did he? Did, oh, what the did fuck? I leave the call? Or did he? Okay, no, moose, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Okay, okay, there we go. We got we got moose back. God damn it! Um, Discord, Discord <laughs> again. Fucking Discord again. So so what happened was it shut it my Discord like whatever reason refreshed on me. <laughs> Got it. All right. So what? So Voss made a tweet and then he like yeah, he so, made a misogynistic joke and J.K. Rowling quote quote tweet or found his tweet. He did well. She didn't quote tweet him. She screenshotted well, no, him. And, yeah. He replied yeah. to her with with the uh, the thing about fucking something like uh, when are women gonna stop talking or apologize something like that he, he, he might have he might have done that too I, I was just saying what the start was mm. and 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 he i remember when it happened or i, I wasn't watching when it happened but i remember seeing the video and he was drunk when he was doing it mm. too so uh another youtuber a, a trans youtuber i can't remember her name it's not contrapoints uh but it's a friend of contrapoints i believe uh she called vosh out for it because she felt that it wasn't and this is something i agree with um wasn't good for the uh, trans community for like those kind of jokes, even if they're like aimed at somebody being transphobic, because part of the discourse against trans people uh, from TERFs is that they're uh, sexist and jokes like that further push that narrative. Even if like Vosh isn't actually trans, he- he's, he's an advocate for trans, but like, yeah, so she had a problem with that, and she ended up posting this, like, really long Twitter thread about it. Like, like really fucking long. Uh, and he replied, and it ended up being a whole thing. And then ContraPoints jumped in at some point to basically say, like... I, I'm going to Twitter. I'm going to Twitter. To say something about, like, fucking... Uh, she's an actual trans woman. You're cis... You should probably not just dismiss her thoughts on this. Stuff like that. Um, I know Razor's thoughts were basically that Vosh was in the right here. And that ContraPoints was just defending her friend because it was her friend. I I, I don't I don't know. Uh, all I know is I agree with the one point about you, you shouldn't use uh, sexist jokes while trying to defend trans people. Because that just further pushes the narrative against them. Um, well... I remember the first sexist thing he said, and like he was making a dumb, stupid joke. Uh, that I don't know what he said to J. Like, if he was sexist again to J.K. Rowling, I'd say you know the first time he did the joke, he wasn't talking to J.K. Rowling. She went out, found it, and yeah, you this know, time it was directly responding it, it, to her. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to the second part where where he's responding. Mm. He's drunk. He did something stupid, like, you know, I, I, but I think, um, the thing is, like, we should, 
allow people to be stupid when they're high or drunk. Like me. Like, when I'm high or drunk, I might do something fucking stupid. Mm. But Voss, she ought to say, right, come on. Like, you know. Uh, but but he should be able to say, come on. But instead, I think what I think what's happened from what you're telling me is he was defending it. Uh, well, so, uh, apparently the DMs between uh, Vosh and the uh, trans woman uh, got leaked. Because, like, they had a whole uh, big, like, long DM conversation after she called him out for the comments. And uh, during that, I, I haven't, I didn't find the actual, like, screenshot from that, so I can't verify. But apparently, during that, he actually, like, admitted that that part was wrong. That he, that he was wrong to do that. But then, like, her issue became about, like, I guess just the way he was responding to her. And his general attitude. I, I, I don't know entirely. But I do know that he... Apparently, like they say, I do know, but it's based on what I've heard. He, in the DMs, did say that he was wrong for the um, sexist joke. And that, that shouldn't, he shouldn't have included that. I know one thing that he took issue with was, apparently, this made it to him seem like people were more okay with J.K. Rowling being transphobic than they were with him making that joke in response to her transphobia. I mean, I you know, that would be hard to gauge... I don't like you'd have that might, might not even might not even be we'd have to look at a uh, you'd have I mean I guess it's you'd have to look at a uh, you'd have to look at the her posts and the replies to it yeah which and the replies then there's, to a, that and, and there's so much of it so yeah yeah there's so much of it like that that'd be impossible to, yeah I guess I guess I was right it'd be it's it's really impossible to engage uh like mm. engage unless you, or to gauge un, unless you you know, you got Nick all Gage. the time in the world to Robert yeah, Banks. Nick Gage. Like, let's get Nick Gage on it. Like, no problem. <laughs> Bank will pay you to go through Twitter for us. <laughs> you know, I I love Twitter, but it's it, it's a great website for brain farts. Like, mm, you yeah. Know. yeah. Uh, okay. So so uh yeah. So that's that situation. At least what I know of it. Uh, what else we got going on? I, I'm you know I'm I'm done scrolling through Twitter. Let's 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 move on. Uh. Mm. Um. St. Patrick's Day today. When we're recording, yes, the day of this recording is only an, uh, about an hour left of the day for me. But you know, that's a, that's fucking St. Patrick's Day. So, do you have like? Right, I I never knew until until I went on Wikipedia this morning what the hell St. Patrick's Day was actually about. All I remember is at school you had to wear green or you'd get pinched. Oh. Were you getting pinched a lot? Or were you wearing? It green? happened. Oh man! It happened. I, well, I, I I forget about it. I mean, it's too late now by the time this episode comes out. But hey, next year, if anybody wants to wear some green for St. Patty's Day, there's a green people shirt available on the Girlfriend Tuck merch store. Yeah, I'm gonna show that right now. Wait, wait. I'll buy it for <laughs> St. Patrick. Huh. So, so do you have any? So, do you have any memories of St. Patrick's Day when you were a kid, or no, e even like I, after? Like, e I have never at any point in my life really like given any thought to St. Patrick's Day. I did as a kid, uh, occasionally wear green, but it was like it wasn't something I made a real effort to do. It was just like, hey, if I if I saw that I had a clean shirt that was green, I think like, right, I'll, I'll wear this. I guess. Oh, so you didn't get pinched for not wearing green. Oh man, it's a, why? Why did they do that here? It was it's part of the indoctrination. So so, um, I, um, 
I guess a lot of people drink for it. Yeah. Or, you know, it's a holiday, whatever. Um, I decided to read up on St. Patrick. So, he was a dude who got a... Um, who lived in uh, Roman mm-hmm. Britain. Uh, and I guess... Well, no, I guess... Uh, he got kidnapped by pirates. He got kidnapped by pirates? And they, okay. And they made him an indentured servant, I guess would be the term, a slave. Hmm. And he did that for six years. And then God told him, you gotta escape, bro. Mm-hmm. And he did it. He did it. He did it. He escaped, bro. And I guess the clover thing is connected because he had put clovers on his cross, I guess. I thought oh. you were about to say he would put clovers on his crotch. Oh. Like, oh, oh, that'd be oh cool. we're getting sexy now. Sexy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> and that's all I remember from the Wikipedia article. I'll say this. If I was, like, captured by pirates and then made to be a slave for six years, I'll I'd, I'd probably start hearing voices, too. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a a great scenario to be involved in. You know. Slavery is bad. I'm, I'm gonna have the hot take there. That that's my hot take of the week. Hot, hot Slavery hot is bad. Take there. Yeah. I'm I'm doing a hot take every week now, apparently. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna quote I'm gonna tweet you right I'm gonna quote you right now. Like There you uh, go. See, I'm going I'm going to the top of the world <laughs> I'm I'm logged into the top of the world Twitter and see Slavery is bad. Yes, I'll do a dash at Gopher into yeah. hot take. Of, put 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 a hashtag hot day hot take of the week in there. Hot take of the week. There we go. All right, I'm tweeting that you're you're canceled. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> I'm canceled. <laughs> Oh god! Imagine like all the shit that I've done and said, and then I get canceled for saying slavery is bad. <laughs> well, it'll make a comeback, and then you'll get canceled like in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! So you know, I could see why St. Patrick's Day isn't a national holiday. Like, there's not much to this story. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of cool that he escaped, but mm-hmm. then he decided, yeah, I'm just going to convert pagans to uh, Christianity. Like, whatever, dude. Yeah, that's, you know, he, he did stuff. And now uh, people get to drink and, and be Irish. Yeah. You know, it's it would, if, if it wasn't for St. Paddy's Day, it would be illegal to be Irish. True. Mm. True. Did he, did he ever have a four-leaf clover? Uh, no, I don't believe I have. I used to. I lost it. Oh, it seemed very lucky. Yeah, no, I got unlucky and lost it. Mm. How about? All right, so I think it's now it's time to advertise go, the Gopher and Tuck show. Uh-huh. This is the intro and later the outro. Yeah, the outro. All right, so it's on. So yeah. So so uh, what you been doing this? Or what's been going on to YouTube this week? What streams are, do you have coming up? And uh, actually, uh, this is going up Saturday morning. There's actually a big stream happening Saturday night. Yes, assuming anyone is there to actually join in. I need at least one person. I'm, I'm going in. Yeah. I'm joining in. Yeah, well, there you I, go. And, uh, and uh, Kitty will be here. Hey. So, hey, unfortunately, what's going to happen is there's going to be one view for two people. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'll, make, I'll make him comment on his phone. I'll do that for yeah. you. 
So that yeah, that's gonna be uh Saturday night, the night the night of this uh episode going up at nine o'clock in my time is gonna be starting, which will be uh uh central time, nine o'clock PM. Uh unless nobody shows up until Moose is off work, in which case it'll start whenever Moose is off work. Uh it's gonna be a drinking stream. We did one a couple weeks ago, doing another one again, but this time it'll be my first ever Smash Bros. drinking stream. We're playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh it's gonna be open lobby, anybody anybody can join. Um, I mean, it's gonna be a password, but like, if anybody in the, like in the chat is like, "Hey, I want in," they, they get the password. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be single battles, one on one. Losers get rotated out every round, and anytime I lose, I have to take a shot. So, so this is the first time now where me drinking could be the direct result of any viewer. They could just come in and make me drink by beating me in Smash. Oh. Huh. Man, you might die. I, I could. I mean, depends on if I get any good Smash players in there. If fucking Raven shows up, I'm, I'm, my kidneys are fucked. What's the last time you saw Raven? It's, it's, it's been a long time. You know that that dude is is, is peaced out. So I'm, I'm feeling we, like we, he we will need to get hold of him somehow. <laughs> we, we do not. Or I her. Know. I don't know. I, th- I think it's a guy. I, th- I think he said he was a, he was a guy. But yes, that's gonna be happening. Um, still doing Elden Ring, getting through that. Occasionally doing the Dark Souls 2 co-op with Jeff. We've done one so far. One stream of that. Because fucking guys... Some playing so much Elden Ring. Uh, <laughs> well, I, it, I've heard it's be good. Yeah, yes. Um, And, you know, just some other shit. Whatever whatever other shit, you know, that we, that we do on the channel. The usual. Uh, as for the YouTube... Um... God of War is approaching its end. I've, I've already, as I mentioned before, I've finished recording God of War. It's, it's done recording. As is Shenmue Three. Shenmue Three has oh, what? It what? Yeah. What? I finished the game. There's still like a month's worth of episodes left. Like this. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. So there's still plenty of content to come for for Shenmue. But I have actually finished recording the game. It, it was completed. I didn't get fucking timed out. Anything like that? I did. Un- I beat the fucking game. That fucking goddamn did, game. Did 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 you avenge your father? Yeah, I guess you'll have to find out when 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 the True. when the fi- when the finale comes out. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Tux WWE 2K22 GM mode for Tuck Thursday just began. He did the first recording session of that, and the first episode of that went up today as of this recording. Uh, on on Thursday, I just got we we did. I got off work and we started doing this podcast. I gotta watch that. Gotta watch that. Gotta get caught up on Shenmue. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that that's happening now on on Thursdays. Tuck hasn't done a Tuck Thursday in in a while, but that that's you know he's bringing it back with that. He still never finished that game of Monopoly. You know those those, those computers are still waiting. Um, <laughs> we we recorded some 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 small stuff there uh, as well. We tried to record a WWE Two K Twenty Two. One off of like me and him playing the game, facing each other, but it just it, it, <laughs> we can't get it to work. <laughs> As, oh, man. I, it, I I was worried because this was our first time trying to play the game online. I was worried that once we got into the lobby together, there would be problems. Like it w- it wouldn't load us in, or it would be really laggy or something like that. I couldn't get into the lobby with him. The game just kept crashing. Like every time I tried to get into the lobby with him, it just. It closed. The game just straight up closed. Damn. We we spent like half an hour recording nothing because it I, I couldn't get in the fucking lobby with them. So that didn't end up happening. Hopefully they'll fix that shit at some point. We can do, we can do that. 
But we did record a one-off of Dragon Ball Fighter Z since that is on uh, Xbox Game Pass now. Um, so we recorded that. It was my first time playing it. He has played it before. I have not played it before. And as you can imagine, it doesn't go super well for me. And we also did. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard of this, but Markiplier last month uh, did a video called Pokemon Smash or Pass. Never heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, him. Uh, doing the Smash or Pass question for uh, all, like, 890-something Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I saw a boss, well, I saw a boss do something like that. Yeah, so it's 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 been, like, one of those things where a bunch of other YouTubers have done it as well. Yeah, I, I was only able, like, he taught, he did, like, 20 Pokemon, and I was like, like, I, I couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> I didn't really, like, would you fuck this Pokemon? Like, like. <laughs> yeah, so, so, um. Yeah, we did that. We 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 did the, and that's probably gonna be split into like four episodes. It was it was about an hour and fifteen minutes of uh, Tuck and I talking about fucking. No, I, I'd like to know what I'd like to know what Pokemon Tuck would fuck. That's what I want to know. I think he might have actually uh, chose Smash for more than I did. It was pretty close. It was our our Smash numbers were pretty close. Cool. But so yeah, so there's, there's, that's gonna be going up at some point, probably after God of War ends. That's gonna be going up. Um, and then, you know, Kirby comes out. We, we're going to be recording Kirby for the first time, uh, probably next Saturday, which will be the day after it comes out. And, uh, you know, they got the Spider-Man DLC. We're going to start recording that this week. That'll be going up once Shenmue's videos are, are, are finished going up. And yeah, that's, 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 that's our current deal on, uh, on, on the old YouTubes. And I'll say this: This is a Gopher and Tuck show. Well, like, like this podcast goes up on the Gopher and Tuck channel, and we're gonna have a very special guest next week. We're having uh, Joe Evans, who's running for Congress in Idaho. I think I believe the first district, and uh, he's running as a Libertarian. We're gonna have him on the show. Um, yeah. He'll be hanging out with us. Yeah, we'll have our our. Technically third guest, because Kitty was here that one time. We had Ian as well. And now we will have uh, this guy. What's his name he said? Did I say uh, Joe Evans. Joe Evans. Yes, we will have Joe Evans here next week. Yeah, um, see, so since we're talking about Joe, um, so what do you know about libertarianism or being a libertarian? Not I, 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 I would say that. I would say I believe I'm more libertarian than you are, but I'm I'm not nearly as libertarian as Joe is. What can you explain to me what exactly a libertarian is? Because I've never been entirely sure. I know Vosh claims he's he's like a uh, libertarian socialist or something like that. I I believe a good definition, but obviously just is Kane libertarian? He, yeah, yeah. He, he says he is. <laughs> he I, says I, I believe he is. He is um. The the thing is like uh, Ben Shapiro says he's a libertarian. He ain't a libertarian. Ben Shapiro is just. I think Gaines a libertarian. Cunt. Uh, so so yeah. So what what exactly? I I love one, yeah. <laughs> but uh. So I I I think a good definition to use is uh, a libertarian's someone who believes in the uh maximal maximizing the liber- liberty. Uh, maximizing liberty at the individual level. That's what I'll define it as. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, op- they'll often say, you know, you you should be able to do as you want as long as you're not hurting other people. 
Um, I ha- I often have different di- disagreements with libertarians. Um, I have, you know, there's a lot of time I agree with Joel. Times I disagree with Joel, but I I think when it comes to stuff like that. You and I had this. You and I have this disagreements on that as well. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, we definitely have. Um, uh, you know, um, I, I think it's nice to have different viewpoints, and yeah. you know, someone who's definitely libertarian is Kitty. Like, I tell you, <laughs> man, don't trust the police. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Kitty is his own uh, fucking political affiliation. <laughs> like that, like a, that guy is just Chris Foster, the party. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that guy, uh, Mister Joe, will be here next week to talk about whatever it is we're we're talking about next week. We'll, we'll talk about his campaign. We'll talk about being a libertarian. Mm. Yeah, much more um, politically uh, focused show next week. And um, well, everything's political. I, I, yeah, I guess. Just, I'm just mean. Less, <laughs> less about video games and wrestling, presumably, for for, for next week. Well, now that RT's gone, maybe we'll get Jesse Ventura onto the show. Yeah, <laughs> that would you know you you got him on the ballot. You can also get him on on the show. Absolutely. Hmm. You know, I, I think I I don't know if it's true because I never checked it out, but someone. Gave me well, apparently gave me Jesse Ventura's number, and I never wanted to call it because, well, like, like, like I, like I could test it out, like, but it'd be like so weird, like, what the hell would I even say to him? <laughs> Won't be on a podcast. Like, hey Jesse, how's it going? Hmm. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, you just call me, like, hey, you ever hear the crack, or you ever hear the Top of the World podcast starring Joshua Hadley and Justin Belanger? <laughs> Well, I'm Joshua Hadley. I imagine he would appreciate, maybe, like, I, I think he'd tell me he'd appreciate that I put up the money to get him on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I don't know what I'd ever say to him. Mm-hmm. No, like, 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 I don't know, like, uh, like ha- having a celebrity's number and, like, 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 I guess other people would just jump at the chance, mm-hmm. but, like, ah, that's kind of a weird thing to do, mm-hmm. randomly call someone. Probably just spout some random trivia about fucking obscure wrestling facts from 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 the sixties. Man, that that time I was so Terry. I can't I can't do his voice. It's like the last time I was so Terry Funk. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. So you know you're, you when you're doing your plugs, you're talking about times. People, make sure to uh, set your watches uh, an hour ahead. Because daylight savings time happened. Yeah, I didn't even know it happened until uh, later, like that the day that it happened. Like, um, I was watching Attack on Titans, new episode of that came out on Crunchyroll, and afterwards I was looking at the comment section, and it was all comments about daylight saving time, and I'm like, I was like, oh, oh, that happened. <laughs> okay, huh? I was, I I knew it was happening because I took a look at a calendar, and I wasn't like, I don't look forward to the jump forward because. It's like it's a hour like you like you go to like you go to work an hour earlier than like you normally would. It always pisses me off. Mm. Why? Or like a 
I remember like working in Red Dog Mine and being on night shift when you jump an hour back, so you you got to work another hour. Like like. So, so we, like, I, I'm not, I've never fully understood why we have daylight saving time. I know I, I, I believe it has something to do with like farming. Is it like a it, thing that's still uh, relevant though? It, it might, but the idea is, yeah, it, I think it does have to do with farming. But you know, the idea is you want the maximum amount of sunlight during the day. So, in the northern hemisphere, I believe. Um, when we jump forward like this, it allows us to get more sunlight when most people are at their waking hours. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And in the winter, it's going to be dark anyway. So if you jump back, like, you know, you add an X, like, you know, it goes from like on in the fall, you jump back, you fall back. So it goes from, you know, you go to two o'clock and it jumps back to one. So you get the, you know, whenever the sun comes up, it will be um, early, early. It'll be, uh, I guess, it'll be earlier in the day. So e- even though you know time's a construct, but like whatever, I- I'm trying to explain this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if the sun, so in the winter, if the sun comes up like seven o'clock or whatever, and you jump back an hour or, or eight, I don't know. I don't know. Like I live in Alaska. You know, it's. We either have like a little bit of sun or oh, like it's up all the time. Mm-hmm. So, but like, yeah, if it comes up, like if it's the winter and it's coming up at a later time, and you do the fall back, it comes out up an earlier time for you. Mm. That, that's why, that's mm-hmm. why daylight saving times exist in America. Mm. Yeah, so that happened recently. So you know, we're, we're on that. If if you haven't changed your shit, then uh, change your shit. Yeah, I, I find like I, I I finally did it for a couple of days. I didn't, so I just look at the clock and I would think, all right, so I got it. Remember, it's an hour later. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I know it. My so yeah, it's an hour later, and like in the where I'm at, but my clock is an hour behind. So <laughs> I, like I I was being lazy and I didn't want to mess with it. But I finally uh, did my clocks this morning. Mm. I think the main reason why I never remember is because like all of my stuff. Just does it automatically. I don't have anything I need to specifically set myself. It's all it's all just automatic. So like I have no reason to have to change anything. So I just never even remember that it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't have to worry about my phone. I used to wear watches ten years ago, and I was working in mining, and my wrist, ba- like the band on my wrist for the watch, would always get ripped off, so I'd mm. lose it. So I, uh, I stopped wearing watches then, and now that we got smartphones, there's no reason, like, to own a watch, unless it's a smartwatch, I guess. I was about to say, he's gonna fucking shit all over Brand's face right there, but he needs a smartwatch. Him and his fucking rich guy, uh, fucking there, Apple. There's, there's a lot more, there's, there's cool features to a smartwatch to where, like, I don't know what, like, I know there's, like, stuff where it could, like, you know, I know that you can feel your pulse on your wrist, mm-hmm. so... A smartwatch can like track your heartbeat, and you can do things with that. There's cool features you can have with a smartwatch, but a regular watch, like, like, what the hell's the point? Like, mm-hmm. if you have a phone, yeah, you can look at your wrist and see the time instead of looking at your phone and seeing the time, or looking many of the other places that exist that show the time because it's very hard to find anywhere that doesn't have a clock. Mm. Now, 
before we go on to the next subject, I think it's time for our, uh, our you know, weekly segment that everybody looks forward to. Opening some fan letters and answering the uh, stuff. It's, a, uh, it's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's our weekly Ask Gopher segment. <laughs> yes, Ask Gopher. What, what questions do the, do the fans bring in for me today? I, I, I gotta bring it up. I gotta bring it up. Yes. So, so, let's see here. Um, alright. From Muffin, Dearest White Man, when are you gonna play Smash Brothers, I, you know, that adds, that's been answered. But there's a second question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever attempted to swallow toothpaste? Uh, okay, so, yeah, as you mentioned, the first question was already answered. That, that's going to be today of, of this episode going up Saturday. Uh, as for the second question, have I ever attempted to swallow toothpaste? I've, I have swallowed yeah. toothpaste. I mean, I've done it on accident. Hmm. I've, I've, I mean, I never like fucking just grabbed the tube and just chugged the shit, but but there's been time where you know I would I would I I've, I've tasted a small bit of it, and it just went down, and it, and when it comes to, like actually brushing, yeah, some some of it slips down there every now and then. I I never have it slipped down like since that time I swallowed it on accident. Mm. Like like you're doing something different than I am if you're like accidentally swallowing toothpaste. <laughs> Well, it's not like a fucking swallowing like a big chunk of it or anything. It's like a tiny trickle might might fall down there every now and then. It, it's it's a it's a whole process brushing teeth. Fucking, fucking, I have I have a difficult time keeping it all in my mouth, which and? which apparently. Well, th- 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 I sometimes like have like sometimes I'll I'll drool it out so it goes out. Yeah. The, for me, it goes out the opposite direction. Yeah, that that's the issue for me. Which it doesn't seem like most people. Seem to have that issue, but that happens to me very often. I have a hard time not having that. Happen. Uh, like some, like sometimes it happens to me. Like one out of ten times, I'm brushing my teeth, I'll drool it. But most of the time, I keep it in. Mm. Somehow. Well, actually, like, like if anything, I'll have like a, I have a, I'll look like I have like a rabies or something. Like it'll get, it'll be on mm. my lips, but it won't <laughs> go anywhere else. But like sometimes I'll have the drool. Mm. So that answers uh, your question there, uh, Muffin. We got we got another fucking another fan letter from a Muffin. We don't know if it's the same Muffin, but you know some Muffin has sent us another letter. Well, what is next? From Mister Smurf from in Blue Jersey. Okay. Okay. He wants to know what what's your favorite Madden game? Favorite Madden game? I, I I don't fucking I don't remember which ones have which features, um, but uh, I I know I prefer the ones from however long ago they were where you could like properly fucking create your own team instead of the fucking like relocation option that they added a long time ago and it has just been the case where there's like a, a set list of names you can choose from and and certain cities. And, and like oh so so before like you can like just create a team and put it anywhere in North America or something yeah you could just choose wherever you want them to be from you can choose the name you can fully customize the uniform and all that now it's just fucking you get like a set list of cities and then each city has like three name options and then each name option has like three uh preset uniforms and they haven't added any new cities and names and all that in years. Is stupid. 
So, my favorite game from the Madden would be one of the ones that had actual customized teams. I've uh, I've uh, seen videos and I've seen Madden get on like worst game of the year lists several like several years in a row. Like, and it seems like um, I it's it's very know, lazy. I don't want to say the developers are lazy. But they like, are. You're, they're doing a they're doing a well they might be but they're doing a game or a. A, a game a year, and I don't think that's a, allows for a lot of uh, development time for a. Well, I mean, most of the game every year is just a copy and paste of the previous year. Like that's they just, they just copy and paste most of the fucking game every year with with some slight changes. Most of the focus is always on yeah, fucking yeah, ultimate. Yeah, that team. is lazy. That is lazy. Yeah, yeah, that's lazy. I mean, they have glitches in the game like that that's been in the games for you know seven or eight years. Something like that seems so easy to fix. They just still in each game and there's even been times where like it's been proven that they straight up copy and paste stuff because they've had like i don't remember what the exact thing was but there was like a video somebody posted that showed like a practice area in the game like when you're when you're doing practice in um in franchise mode teams doing that uh and you can clearly see the fucking like madden like the previous year's madden logo on the fucking like billboards or, or like on the side in the fucking uh, practice area, it was it had the previous year's thing still in there, the fucking logo. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, one, yeah, one of the yeah one of the one of the fucking ones with the created shit. Probably like oh seven or oh eight, somewhere around there. I, a lot of people say oh five was really good. I don't really remember, but that's one that a lot of people like. Hmm. So. All right, from Kevin in India. Um, dear Gopher, sometimes I watch your stuff. Sometimes I don't. Mm, I I miss uh, when you're able to do uh reviews of wrestling pay per views, but I know WWE was being a cunt mm-hmm. and took your st- and was trying and uh, was messing with your videos. Mm-hmm. I've all so I've always thought is Sabu was one of the most innovative wrestlers of all time. I think a lot of Today's talent uh, takes what Sabu did and, you know, apply it to their matches today. Uh, he, uh, I'm going to add a comment here. You know, a lot of, like, uh, jump, like, springing off the ropes, jumping into the crowd, the the, uh, the way, uh, you know, uh, I think I think Sabu made tables popular. Oh, right, I'm good, but I'll get back to what he was saying. Mm-hmm. So he wants to know, who do you like? Who do you think is inspired the most of today's wrestlers? Uh, like, uh, who who's a uh, like? Who do you think most like most of the, uh, today's wrestlers take inspiration from, hmm. uh, knowingly or not? Who? Hmm. I, you know, I'm not sure. I'm. Uh, that, that that's a tough one. I'm trying to think of like who I'm trying to think of like stuff that's standard for today, you know? Uh like there's a lot of a lot of spots. People people enjoy doing the the fast paced stuff. Um which I I don't know who really popularized pop, well, popular, well, popularized well, that. I I guess for, for the spots, wouldn't it be the Hardy Brothers? You know, that's that's probably probably up there, yeah. Probably big big inspiration for a lot of People, especially a lot of tag teams, like fucking the Young Bucks, were probably most likely fucking heavily inspired by them. 
uh, Private Party, who they just faced recently in AEW. Um, Hardy, Hardys are definitely a big inspiration for a lot of people. I feel like Dwayne, Mr. The Rock, is uh, a big inspiration for a lot of people when it comes to like storytelling and promos. Because he had he had a certain thing about him, like about his personality, that I, I don't know how to describe this, you know. But I, I feel like he, big inspiration for a lot of people with uh, how how they go about promos and and, and 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 such. I'm I'm rambling nonsensically, basically. But <laughs> you know, you know, Kurt Angle, I feel like is a big inspiration for a lot of technical wrestlers. Um, and another guy who. You know, you're not usually supposed to talk about fucking WWE Benoit. Um, I don't, I don't know who would be like the most though. I don't, I don't know who would be the most influential uh, to to today's crop of wrestlers. But I would, I would say probably somebody from like the fucking like late '90s, early 2000s, like Attitude Era into Ruthless Aggression Era, kind of so somebody from that generation. Probably uh, several wrestlers from that generation are big influences or big. Yeah, big influences for a lot of uh, younger guys these days. Also, uh, what was the guy's name? Who did who did the letter? Kevin from India. Kevin, uh, thank you, Kevin. You saw my fast lane video that I I I reuploaded like four times, but, but fucking WWE refused to let it stay on YouTube. Damn it, WWE, uh. ruining Kevin's viewing experience. Yeah, at least he got to see it before it went down. Mm. So that that has been you know for me. Question. Yeah. If I was to answer, I'd say Jack Evans. Um, You know, yeah. Oh, that reminds me fucking, um, what's his name? Amazing Red would be another one in a similar vein. In a similar vein of Jack Evans, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, We're talking wrestling, and we're. So, guys, we're having a debate. And we're going to put up. We're we're putting up a poll on Twitter. How. how, how So, so how should we do this? Um, Should we. Should we say who? Uh, let's do it. Should we ask people who who they think won the debate, or should we ask? I guess we could do both. We could ask people who's when who won the debate and what their answers. We might just get the same uh, answers for. I'm not good at debating, so you'll probably win. I I've only debated. Well, I've done like what maybe two debates. In, well, a couple of debates, like maybe three debates in my life. I'm not good about getting my points out. Uh, yeah. Um. So we decided. Uh, all right. So here, here's here's what brought this on. In the news, Tony. Or I don't know. I don't remember how this brought got brought up. But NAAW creative meeting, Jim Ross told Tony Tony Conway came to Orange Cassidy like, "What the hell are we doing? Like, you know, this doesn't do anything." And Tony Khan told him like. Orange Cassidy segments get high ratings. There's a lot to this guy. You know, we don't believe that. I mean, he, so he was saying, like, you know, there might not be much to it now, maybe, or or maybe, like, he's doing this thing, and we're not, we gotta see where he could uh, go, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I decided, why don't we do a debate on Orange Cassidy? We, I have... We we both have different opinions on him. But we did a show last week during his match, or when he started doing his comedy. I just decided I was done watching that ladder match. So do, so let me ask you: Do you enjoy Orange Cassidy's comedy? Yeah, you know, uh, mm-hmm. 
I, I never liked it. Well, you, you know, I since he's since the first time I see him, like seen him do that, like I seen him before as fire at or uh, was he fire? Fire ant. Yeah, yeah, it was back, one of the ants. Back, yeah. back when he was fire ant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. I believe he was Fire Ant. Yeah. I saw him back then. And Drew Gulak I, was one of the ants. He might have been. Yeah. The Orange Cassidy gimmick. The first time I saw it was AEW. Um, you know, I, I wasn't watching Evolve or anything like that. Mm. Not, not that Evolve was bad or anything. I just, you know, I can't watch all the wrestling in the world. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, not all of yeah. it. He watches most of it, especially uh, uh, Insane Clown Posse's thing. I, I never, I never watched a Globe Championship Wrestling, even though, like, you know, I might watch the show for kicks now that you bring it up. But, <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't get the joke. I don't find it funny. I, I, I guess I'll explain it for the to the people. What he does is he, yeah, play kicks people in a way where obviously he's not trying to hurt someone like so well what well, i keep saying i keep saying so see so yeah, you might win the debate because i can't talk <laughs> oh you, you've heard me try to speak but, you've heard what happens when i try to say words so so orange Cassidy is basically he's a parody well isn't even like he's like uh his, his gimmick is that he's lazy is that his I mean that might be his gimmick, but like it's like he, he's really lazy until like he had his opponents start giving him the business, and he has to take it seriously, and then he kicks into another gear, and then you know stops being lazy. But does he ever like kick? I mean, he does like start doing stuff fast, but does he ever like kick it into another gear? Like I guess he does. Like sometimes he actually does take his hands off his pockets. Mm. Well, I mean the first the, like the, the first big example of it was the match against Puck. Like that was that was his like first big moment of like oh shit I gotta fucking take this shit seriously and he he went all out after like he started off the match doing his usual uh, lazy stick but then once Puck was kicking his fucking ass then he started taking it seriously. I I don't understand like why someone just can't beat Orange Cassidy right away. He doesn't take the match seriously like you said at the start. Like why don't they just get him in a hold and beat him? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of time when I do see an Orange Cassidy match. It hasn't been a lot of times, but when I see it happen, it usually he's kicking the guy and the other guy responds to it by play kicking back. Like That sometimes happens, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the fucking guy who's getting a play kick just decks him in the fucking face as hard as he can. I mean what depends on the character he's facing. Like I I don't get like why they don't just win the match right away. I mean, he's because that would be boring. Uh, Well, he has a boring gimmick. Like I'm gonna say this: I think, like, even if it is funny the first time, like all he ever does is the same shit, like all the time. Like, 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 what character growth has he had? He's like come out of his shell to some degree throughout his time in AEW. He still does the shtick, but it's like. It's not the same as it was when he first came to AEW. And when he first came to AEW, it was just all lazy all the time. He still does the shtick, but he, a lot of his matches now have more like offense from him and like him taking things to another level more often. 
I mean, that's true because, like, all the like, all I can remember is, like, I was just coming, but, like, is he, like, all right, so I'll start with this. Like, last week you said Jeff Jarrett's a bad wrestler. Yes. I said that. So, so, so what makes, or, or like, like, I'm going to start this because I have other examples, but I, just, just wrestlers, like, what makes Orange Cassidy better than Jeff Jarrett? I'm going to ask that. Well, first thing that I want to say here in regards to the Jeff Jarrett is not a good wrestler thing is that was a half-joking kind of comment where it was like, I don't think he's a bad wrestler, actually, but I think he's, like, it's fucking Jeff Jarrett. Like, it's not somebody people are going to be legitimately hype about kind of kind of deal. Um, cause I, don't remember, I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Adam Page. Uh, so say that. That said, like... Orange Cassidy's just, I mean, not for you, obviously, but for a lot of people, he's entertaining. Like, he's just very entertaining. And he's athletic. Like, he, he could do a lot of really impressive stuff when he's actually getting to that point of the matches where he tries to do that type of stuff. And plus, it's like, seeing him do the lazy shit, but, like, doing impressive acrobatic feats while doing the lazy shit. Like, being able to fucking do suicide dives and stuff like that with his hands in his pocket. It's it's impressive to watch. I mean, I... I've never been impressed by the guy. I mean, like, like there's millions of dives that happen all the time, and I don't think he's a particularly good wrestler. And uh, so I brought up Jeff Jarrett just to stock wrestlers. But all right, so let's make let, let let's make the sphere smaller and just say in the world of comedy wrestlers, because he is a comedy wrestler. And yeah, I agree with that. Co- there's, so what like. I would say Colt Cabana's a good comedy wrestler. Um, El Generico was a good comedy wrestler. I, I think they can do things that are legitimately funny. But I guess I already made this point. Like, you know, when I watch him, I just don't think he's funny at all. And it's always been the same stick. I've, I've watched Colt Cabana for years, and I don't just see him do the same stuff all the time. Even, I mean... Even though he's like in different companies, like you do see him, like of course, like when like in the span of a year, you'll see the same stuff happen. But like you know, it it should be like you know, it's not like there's there's no reason like if you're at a place in Kentucky with two hundred people and you go to like somewhere in, uh, like uh, Illinois, that's next door with like five hundred. Like it, it's not like you got the same audience. But yeah, like Orange Castle. Or, I'm sorry, like. Cocabana, he he uh, changes the stick. He does def- different stuff. Orange Cassidy, like as far as I've seen, it's the same thing every time. This is gimmick. I mean, I mean, even if it was good, like shit gets stale. See, that's the thing, though. Like that's it's your opinion that it's stale, and you don't enjoy it. Like there are a lot of people as. I mean, Tony Khan mentioned the fucking ratings. I, I, for I him. mean, even even stuff, I, even stuff I enjoy, you know, like, um, shoot, like, uh, you're, like, uh, say you're looking at porn or something. Like, if you just look at the same shit every day, like, s- sooner or later, it's not gonna interest you. I, I mean, obviously, like, for whatever reason that I don't understand, the AEW fans love Orange Cassidy. I, I think. And you know when we, when when the ratings thing is brought up, what what I don't ever hear, what I what I don't 
get is like, well, when it comes to television ratings, you know, people don't exactly know when Orange Cassidy is going to be on television. What often brings up the high ratings for television is the segment that happened before and wants to get people to tune in. So you're saying that they're constantly putting on those kind of segments before, like specifically before Orange Cassidy? I, I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's pre-planned. I think that's just what happens. And I haven't really looked into what happens after Orange Cassidy has a match or whatever, but I think it'd be, I think that would be the tell. We'd have to look into it and the information is out there. Maybe we can do that in two weeks to see what, to see what happens. Like, uh, I mean, we could have, like, uh, Brian Danielson versus Adam Page is their first match. The ratings kept building, 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 and building because interest grew, grew, grew. And after the match happened, there was a whole t- shit ton of people happened. Then that terrible promo with uh, Red Dragon, the Young Bucks, Adam Cole happened, and ratings dropped. So, so what we to really gauge what. Like how much how much ratings a segment brings in, or how how much a segment affects a television program? We have to see what where the ratings are after it happens. Hmm. Mm, I guess I'm. I mean, I don't know shit about ratings. I, I'll I'll admit that I don't know shit about most things. Um. So I don't I don't fully know how they work, how how they go about deciding what works and what doesn't when it comes to the ratings. Um. I just know. People like Orange Cassidy. He gets good reactions. He's also somebody, even though, like, I've seen, I've heard people complain, like, one of the complaints against him is that he's somebody who would make non-wrestling fans scoff at wrestling or whatever, or think it's a joke. He's somebody who I've, like, every time I've seen any non-wrestling fan talk about him, it's, like, one of the few things about wrestling that they've enjoyed in recent time. He's somebody that appeals to non-wrestling fans and helps bring them to wrestling. Like I, I know, obviously, I'm not really. Me, me, I don't. I, I, I'll just say this: I don't believe that. I mean, what? I mean, and this is gonna piss people off because I said it before, but AEW doesn't get the ratings TNA did. Does it not? What what ratings? No, did TNA I mean get? TNA was getting what T, TNA at it. I believe TNA at its peak, like obviously its highest rating was with Hogan, but. You know, that wasn't getting its best average ratings. TNA, I believe at its best on Spike TV, was getting 1.5 million viewers. I don't believe... uh, Maybe, I think AEW got close with Rampage when Punk debuted. I think that's the closest they got to getting to... When was this for TNA? Like, when were they getting those average ratings? I believe... uh, I believe it was when uh, they had the main event Mafia. Um, yeah, so probably like going, fucking. So was that like, like 2009? Yeah, like so, like seven years after they've been around, whereas AEW has been around for less than yeah. three, and is in a time where wrestling in general is doing worse ratings. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, how 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 can we say that? Like, you know, this thing is bringing fan or non wrestling fans in, and when it's when when mainly with wrestling, we're getting 
less and less people constantly. Uh, I don't think we can make that argument. Well, I'm not saying that it's like bringing in fucking truckloads of non-wrestling fans. I'm just saying that, like, I know of non-wrestling fans who watch now because of Orange Cassidy. I know people who maybe they don't even fucking watch actively and still, but they they will occasionally watch specifically for Orange Cassidy and stuff like that. Like the point the point I'm making here is that people have said that he's somebody that would be a turnoff to non-wrestling fans to, to keep them away from wrestling whereas every reaction I've seen to Orange Cassidy from non-wrestling fans has been positive. I think uh I think the only way I think I mean it's not perfect. So I'll say this so ratings television television ratings you know how they get them, right? Uh like they have like certain families, like certain households have like the Nelson thing or whatever, and it goes based on. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's not perfect. It, it's not perfect. Yeah. So we kind of like even if we do this thing where we see look at it's like right, a study, the, the orange cat. Yeah, like, like yeah. yeah. So if, yeah, we could never know what truly how many people are watching, but so uh, I I'll I'll give you this like we'll like even. If I'm right or I'm wrong, you know we can never really know what Ca- Orange Cassidy's impacts on the ratings ratings are. But I would think, um, I, I would think, and I I would make this argument like, uh, if you're watching the the sh- the show, I'll say this: the show is very um different. Like, um, there's <laughs> this the show is very different. Like, it's not all comedy and i i think that like i think the whole different variety of things happening is what would turn people off like uh i mean you know i i, I guess like people who love like i guess people who love orange cassidy could watch like brian danielson wrestle but i imagine like uh and the ratings of show this i know i remember this for that episode of dynamite is you know when we got the 60 minute time time limit draw with page and danielson um you know their their ratings did build but you know the young bucks who i've always said they are terrible at promos and they had a stupid one with that cole and red dragon that turned people off you know i i, I think um having something like Orange Cassidy does turn people off. Uh, not that it needs to. I think, well, you could do it a different way where he gets beaten right away. But like, why would people want to see that? I, you know, I guess, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. I believe it does turn people off if they even care to tune in. The thing is, like, the thing, the thing about the, the thing that does suck about the turn non-wrestling fans off argument is there's no non-wrestling fans watching these shows i mean i guess for on tnt there was casual aw watchers that just will watch anything on tnt kitty was one of them like he never tuned in to watch dynamite he just has his tv on that channel for whatever reason so i guess there's like segments that don't turn people off but like no matter what, like, uh, you know, for whatever reason, like, even when TNA was going up against WWE, like, there was still some people who were watching TNA. <laughs> but, 
I, I think like a someone who just wants to check out pro wrestling and they see that, I think, I mean, yeah, there is people who love it, but I think most people will scoff at it. And I think, I think, uh, for, for a different example, you know, Chris Jericho used to be really freaking fat and he, you know, he could, he couldn't do like, like he wasn't how he is right now, which is really good. Mm -hmm. You know, AEW one time aired after NBA, a really big NBA game. And, uh, Dian uh, eight uh, caught Tony Khan. It, it was smart to put in someone recognizable like Chris Jericho, but probably Chris Jericho wasn't the person to do that at the time because he was so out of shape. And a lot of the people who watched the NBA game and remembered Jericho from WCW was saying, "You know what the hell is this? You know, it's not even like a." A comedy wrestler like Cassidy would turn these people off. You know, sometimes it's this guy they remember from a long time ago being terrible. Hmm. And uh, that that's my point. Um, hmm. Do you have anything else to say about Cassidy? Um, I just it, it's a teach their own scenario. I I just there's a lot of people that enjoy him. I know there's he has plenty of people who dislike him, like uh, such as yourself who dislike his shtick. His whole his whole thing, but I don't know. I I feel like he's somebody that just a lot of people find entertaining, and uh, obviously you you and I have differing opinions on like AEW trying to have a bunch of different stuff, a bunch of different types of wrestling. You don't really care for that. I do, and I think that well, we 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 got we gotta see what the people think. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna have a a poll about this, I guess, on the. Uh, so top of the world Twitter. I'll put it up. I'll put it up Saturday morning. I'll give it a couple days for for the uh, for the time limit. Uh, maybe Wednesday. So get in there, put in your votes. Yes. Tell us what big what bigs of pieces of shit you are. Say Snoopy. Or, I'm sorry, Gopher. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Orange Cassidy's terrible, and then the other people can say Moose. What's wrong with you? Orange Cassidy is great. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> what? What? Because that's how online discourse goes. <laughs> I like I like how you included you're a piece of shit when it's the people arguing against you, but then for the people arguing against me, they they just, they just leave that part out. Gotta call me a piece of shit too if, if, well, if they're gonna do that. Well, they got they gotta come up with a different insult. They gotta yeah. just do the same thing. Okay, uh, they, piece they of call you uh, piece of uh, ass, but like not good um, ass, bad ass. <laughs> <laughs> go for you uh imbecile you idiot yeah. you child yes <laughs> how could <can> you <laughs> how could you like this guy pretending to kick people <laughs> there they'll say something like that there that's all they'll insult you yeah right, you, you gotta give me a second yeah well, okay there you go so yeah you go fucking vote the poll reply to it insult us you know, insult whoever you think lost to you, and then, and, and, yeah. I guess we'll talk about that in in two weeks on, on that one, because cause next week we have the... the, the no, we'll, 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 we'll bring it up. We'll, we'll bring it up with Joe, and Joe will be like, man, the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, orange case, I like that orange Julius. What's going on? <laughs> you know, we're not going to just let Joe roll over the program. He, he's <laughs> our guest. We're going <laughs> to... 
you know, <laughs> I'll say, hey, Joe, what's your favorite video game? And these guys be like, he'll say Tetris or something, you know, because yeah. he played it on, I think everyone's played it on the ga- on a game yeah. board or something. Yeah, you'll have that in common with them. <laughs> true. Mm. true. Uh, so, we're, we're talking wrestling. We're talking wrestling. And re- something really sad happened. Uh, mm. Scott Hall passed away. Yes, R.I.P. Scott Hall. He had three heart attacks. So, yeah, yeah, he had three heart attacks and that... Like, he, he, ended, he was on life support for a while, they took him off, and he unfortunately passed away. And what was he, only 63 years old? Yeah, something around there. You know, I I wasn't a fan of pro wrestling until like 2005 when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm sad, it's sad to say, but the my only real exposure to Scott Hall was... TNA run, you know. Yeah, I, I remember 2010. He came in with a uh, Hogan, Nat, or well, Nash was already there. He came in, he came in with Hogan um, and Sean Waltman or Sean Waltman. Mm. He was fat. Mm. Um, couldn't wrestle good. I didn't watch wrestling in in like his 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 heyday either. I started in about like 2000 2001. Um. And I haven't really seen much of his like actual matches, but I have like seen um, some of, some of his promo work, and I think like he was fantastic as as Razor Ramon and um. I'd say that yeah, and and Scott Hall, you know NWO days and all that. Uh, I just I haven't really seen a whole lot of him, however. But what I did see, I I, I didn't watch TNA during that time. I didn't. I haven't really watched TNA actively at any point in my life, um, so I didn't really see much of him <laughs> in TNA, thankfully. Uh, regardless, though, of how little I may know of him as a wrestler, it, it's oh, it's always unfortunate when something like this happens. Um, and, you know, we, we talked earlier about influential wrestlers. I, I think he was somebody that you know, people from today get something from, you know? Get some inspiration from, character-wise. They all they all learn how to do his finishing move better though. I heard uh, someone almost crippled someone else doing the <laughs> doing the uh, was Razor's Razor's Edge. Edge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. I forgot there was other big news item, but you know, uh, 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 I know that this happened. I didn't. I don't care to visit late stage WCW. I remember before he was fired or whatever from World Championship Wrestling, like, they made him last call Scott Hall that was making fun of his drinking problem. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. why not just fire the guy? Like, that That was so fucked up. Yeah. I saw um, Tanahashi did a uh, little tribute to him during his entrance at a recent show. Uh, doing, like, little little, little fucking Razor Ramon's pose. And apparently, I, I didn't know this, but apparently in 2002, uh, Scott Hall actually put over um, Tanahashi. I forgot what the show was, but he was like a young lion, lion, young lion, if I could fucking say words, at the time. And apparently, like, after the match, like, he was going around telling a lot of people that, like, Tanahashi's gonna be big. You know, he's gonna be a big deal. And just really putting him over. That was nice. Nice to find out. That's really cool, and he's one of those. Tanahashi was a big, he. He was like he was like uh, someone who seemed like he was a, a big deal right out the gate. Like um, 
like New Japan had titles for people who for the Young Lions basically, and he Tanahashi was like one of the two guys, or maybe the only guy that held that belt. Hmm. Right, Scott. Um, but you were gonna say something. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot like being talked about of like things he's done, and a lot of times when a wrestler dies or anyone really. Like, people only talk about good things, and they make him seem like a much better person than they actually were. I think this this is a case where he was a good person. He, uh, you know, like a lot of wrestlers from back then, he he probably made mistakes during that period. But, like, he's somebody that's grown. Him, as well as, like, Kevin Nash, uh, Sean Waltman. It's not like a scenario like fucking Ultimate Warrior, where that guy dies and WWE <laughs> names a fucking... Uh, a, an award after him, even though... He's just a massive piece of shit. Like, well, that that war should go to pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking award dedicated to like charitable people and, and people who help fucking the cancer patients and shit like that. Go named after fucking that guy. But my still my favorite thing is my favorite thing about really quick about Ultimate Warriors him saying MLK had an easy time because like. <laughs> Roads were paved in the '60s, so like if he got beat up or something, yeah, he could have a softer landing than landing on the dirt. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ, what a fucking idiot! Jesus. But like, but like, fuck Ultimate Warrior, both Scott Hall. You know, I'll say this really quick. We're talking about inspirational wrestlers. Last night I was watching Scott Hall matches. Um, he did a. Uh, I watched the WrestleMania ladder match, and mm. that was absolutely inspirational to wrestlers today. Like. Yeah, you know they might they might not even know it. They've seen like other ladder, ladder matches that followed it that took stuff from this ladder match because yeah. that ladder match wasn't the first ladder. Yeah, match. It wasn't I the first the one. Ladder match, that, but it was. I think the first one might have had um, yeah. not British Bulldog, Junkyard Dog. Is that? Yeah, Junkyard Dog and Jake Ro- Jake Roberts. And yeah, I've seen it. It's the most boring <laughs> thing, dude. But this was the match that like popularized <laughs> ladder matches. Absolutely. Yeah, and. Like using the ladder as a weapon, throwing it around, having the ladder get wrecked, like doing spots with the ladder. It, that match was absolutely inspirational to like like watch any ladder match today. Yeah. The ladder match from um from the pay per view we just watched. The ladder match that the ladder match they all do at WrestleMania. Yeah. Those ladder matches are like 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 they like that ladder like this was the one that Razor set the ground. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, this like set the yeah, framework set the for for yeah. future. Like, like, like the lay like the groundwork. For yeah, this. absolutely. Yeah. So rest in peace, Scott Hall. And uh, you know, it, it's it's nice to hear all the the things that he's done coming out. You know, the, the nice things. You know, not like fucking Ultimate Warrior, fucking uh, who, who, what's her name? Uh, Fabulous Moolah. You know, like we we need to stop celebrating horrible people just because they die. But fortunately, Scott Hall is someone who deserves to be celebrated. Absolutely. Um, uh, I'll say this though: we should take um, people should learn the lesson from Scott Hall. Like, here's a guy who was in shape, and he he, he went the, a lot downhill from like drinking and drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a lesson that you shouldn't like. I do drugs, but you know, and I, I, I've, I've experienced it too, where I've done like too much marijuana. Like in, uh, that was just marijuana. Like he, he was rich and he was like doing like crazy stuff. Where 
you know, he'll pass out or whatever. Like, uh, you know, you shouldn't take things too far. Like, mm. no matter what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, he died at 63. And this, and like, the way he lived his life, you know, what they say, like, the the brightest stars, uh, you know, what, what's the phrase? The bright, the brightest stars... They 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 turn out quicker, and he yeah. certainly did shine during his lifetime, and he he paid the price for it. Yeah, although I, from what I understand, like he he was getting better for a while, um, especially with the help of uh, DDP and then doing DDP yoga. So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate how things ended though, but I do feel like he was putting in effort though, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. I believe so. Hmm. You know, I mean, you, you can only damage your body so much, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about Scott Hall, talked about Orange Cassidy. What? What? what I guess the last, the last thing in the news we haven't talked about is um, Perfect Dark. Oh yeah, you mentioned uh, something about Perfect Dark. What was what was that exactly? It's a video game. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, I believe you said that the, uh, the newest like game in the series has like been in development hell or something like that. So Microsoft did a video at the end of twenty twenty where there's like no footage. I mean, there's there's no gameplay at all. There's no game. There's this. They have this nice animation thing of um of I guess the game was meant to take place like a level in Egypt where Abdul. We, I don't even know if it's Jonah Dark. Like, they go to a level, kind of like... It, it's not gameplay at all. It's just like a cinematic trailer that doesn't yeah. show any gameplay. One of those trailers. Yeah. And it, it looks cool. Like, we go up to a tower, and this girl's up there looking at a tornado happening in Egypt. You know, there's pyramids and stuff. I don't know if it's even Jonah Dark, because we don't see her face or anything. Mm. But, you, you know... I, I I've I've I liked the Perfect Dark games. The first one was fantastic. I really like Perfect Dark Zero. Um, yeah, that's one that I hear like people I mean, didn't have... generally enjoy too much. But you know, if you like it, then cool. Oh yeah, I'll say this like uh, it did like it's a good game, but it's not like uh, like uh, I, I, it wasn't like the best game happening at the time like you know mm. i mean so you're saying it was like over- overshadowed by a lot of other games yeah, at the yeah, time yeah absolutely I, mm. I mean it's not like it was a bad game yeah. but you know i think I, I think people were right to have high expectations mm. and uh unfortunately like um god damn computer's doing so much but, but unfortunately you know like uh, just a good game wasn't gonna satisfy people. Yeah, and you know, they had so much, so many quality games coming out, and then it's like a, this anticipated sequel. It just didn't end up being enough, essentially. Yeah, it it didn't be enough, and the just if it was called something else, people would just remember that game and saying, "Oh yeah, that was good." Mm. Unfortunately, it had the name Perfect Dark <laughs> put on it, and you, you know people hate. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, they they put 
Perfect Dark on there to sell it. I feel and... similarly about um another 360 game, uh Nuts and Bolts. I feel like oh, yeah. Yeah, Banjo yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that was not like like people shit on that game endlessly. I I don't think that was a bad game. I just think it's like it wasn't what you would want from a new Banjo Kazooie game at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. People went into it wanting you know Banjo 3 but instead they got some other thing that didn't really feel like Banjo Kazooie. But it was, I th- I feel like it was still a good game though. But you know, and now we got this trailer. But I guess the game's in development hell now. I, I, mm. I you know, it might be another situation like Duke Nukem Forever where a lot of the staff got laid off. Mm. And you know, I don't know if it's the pandemic or whatever. Maybe it'll be like uh, Shenmue 3 and it'll come out in fucking 20 years and feel like a game from 30 years ago. <laughs> this is like Duke Nukem Forever too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I- I'd say like, <laughs> I guess the same as Shenmue 3, like Duke Nukem uh, 3D was so much better than like Duke Nukem Forever. Just, <laughs> like, I-, I can't even, like, other than like maybe, like, like I-, I guess graph other than graphics? Like, Duke Nukem 3D was such a better game than Duke Nukem Forever. Hmm. I have not played any Duke Nukem games ever. What happened to John Cena playing him? Was that, like, I heard that he was supposed to play him in a movie. Is that still a thing? Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, I heard about that a while ago. You didn't tell me about that. Maybe that's in development hell, too. Man. But I'm sure Cars 4 will happen. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, God. So, do we have anything else to talk about today? Where are we, uh, where are um, we approach the end? So, uh, I'll, so I'll say this. Uh, the Green Party, we're going to be part of Hempfest, which happens every year in Alaska. It's So, it start, I believe, and I could be wrong, it's three days. I believe it's starting, I, 420 is definitely one Blaze of the it. days. Blaze it. So... It could be April nineteenth to April twenty one, hmm. um, and I would like to have one of the people doing it on the podcast. I'm not sure who yet, and we're looking to do some fundraising. A lot of people we talked about Jesse Venter and putting him on the ballot. Um, you know, we'd like to do more stuff like that, and we'd like to do more things, and we're going to need money. We're going to start fundraising it. I don't think I should be the only one putting money into this thing, guys. Mm-hmm. If if you, I've had people in real life tell me, yeah, I think putting Jesse Ventura on the ballot is great. Well, I think now's the time where if you can chip in five bucks, um, we're going to look at some put some donor boxes, some fundraising. We'd like to start doing that. We'd like to be more active, and we're gonna, we will start doing more events, and we're we're gonna start doing more things. I'll talk, I'll give more updates on the podcast, like this one. Right now, we're in the talks of what we're gonna do, but you know, I I I, I do. Uh, we we are gonna become more active. Uh, yeah, that's what I have to say about um, my activities with the Green Party of Alaska. Mm. So Hempfest, it's coming up uh, next month. Next month, yeah, about, that is about April. Month, about a month from now, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll have somebody from that on the podcast. 
So later tonight, if you're listening to this when it comes out, drunk stream. Yes. Next week we're gonna have Joe, and we're gonna party it up. And next month we're gonna blaze it. I might not. I'm probably not gonna blaze it. I'm mm-hmm. trying to stop for a while. I was really bad. I was really bad with it. <laughs> I would blaze it if I had access to anything to blaze. Oh, yeah. why don't you? Why don't, why don't you just have Texas legalize it? Why don't you just legalize it? You know. I could, I could I could just become the fucking the owner of Texas, the owner of the, the not not mayor, yeah. not fucking governor, no, the owner of Texas, and 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 force them to do that. Yeah. Yes, that's the tactic right yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Rename it to Texaco. There's <laughs> a fucking gas station name <laughs> that. There was uh, when I lived in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. I don't know why the fuck there was a gas station right, well, in fucking Pennsylvania named Texaco, but, you know. <laughs> they they probably get their oil from Texas. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Top of the World. He's Justin Belanger. Yes, I am. Oh, I, and I'm he's Joshua, Joshua Headley. Okay. I don't know if I was supposed to do that or not. <laughs> I was, uh, he left me hanging, so I had to say it. <laughs> I, I, I jumped in there a little right, late, guys. but I got there. All right, guys. You have a good rest of yes. your day. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>